everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of the 20% Podcast. This is a show where we bring you tips and tricks from industry professionals across all industries that you could implement in your current job today. I'm your host, Tyler Meckes. Now, a few weeks back, we went over the top five lessons that I learned from the top five episodes all time of the 20% Podcast. Now, I'm bringing you episodes six through 10 in the favorite lessons that I learned from each of those episodes as well. Let's start with number 10. It was Morgan Buchanan with the 3.99 GPA. She like opened the class by saying that she never gave out A's. And I saw that as a challenge. I was like, okay, like I'm going to get an A and I'm going to do it. And no one can tell me otherwise. And I'm not going to drop this class because I don't drop classes. And I have never tried so hard to get an A in a course before. I went and I met with her. I was like, what am I doing wrong? What can I do better? Basically, the gist was, and you actually talk about this um, on your podcast episode with Will at Lavender, that you're taught to write with like 5,000 words. Yes. And so in this business writing class, I was supposed to be very succinct and, you know, use the most out of the words that I was typing. And I just, I guess I just wasn't going to cut it, but I was, I think I got the highest grade in the class, but she still wouldn't give out an A. And so, yeah, now my, my perfect 4.0, I'm a huge perfectionist, unfortunately. Um, my perfect 4.0 is forever tarnished, but I leave that little Easter egg for people in my LinkedIn profile to see who's, uh, who's interested. No, and I think it's really important. And I think that like just breaking that down, I think it's a great lesson in the fact that you could do every single thing that you, in your ability, and still you, you could have executed perfectly. And that's still subjective to what that person wanted to give out. So I see there's so many different parallels, even in just that alone, which is really interesting to think about. But the other thing is that in that degree, in, in that focus of perfection, and you don't see it right now, or well, you, you see it now, but not the time, is that you learned that like the skills that you learned and what you learned from going above and beyond to try to achieve that perfection is where the learning was. So you're so much better off as a result of that and you didn't even know it at the time. And now you could look back and thank her for, for pushing you that hard. Because if she didn't tell you that she doesn't give out those A's, then you wouldn't have worked that hard. You, I mean, you might have, but I think that extra motivation and drive, I think is really interesting. And I think it, it shows a testament to who you are and, and the bigger lesson of learning that even through everything that you could do, it, it's, there's still things outside of your character and you need to focus on the output that you had versus the outcome. And I think that that's a perfect way to, to, to tie a nice little bow around that portion. Now, let's next, coming in at number nine, we have episode 108, Ian Koniak's second appearance on the 20% podcast. And this is all about knowing your hourly rate. Interesting too, I just had this conversation earlier and, and I know uh, Nick Sigelski, who we both know really well, incredible guy. Um, he said that if somebody could do something at least 80% to what you're able to do it, outsource it and get rid of it. And recently we just made an investment in, and it's not in a crazy investment, but I, it's one of the best personal ones that we have so far. We just hired some cleaners for our house and it, it's mind blowing how efficient it really is because we wouldn't have, we like, I don't love cleaning the house. That's something that doesn't light me up. Right. But we're able to put to charge a hundred, we're charged $150 for three people to come in for three hours worth of work. So if you break that down, it's like eight, it's like 15 to $20 an hour man hour for them to clean this house. 
to me, my time is much more important than you're thinking. You're you're thinking like I think. So, so this is, I have cleaners, I have handyman, I have landscapers, I have a pool guy, I have, you know, and it's not because I don't know how to do those things. It's because my, I value my time. So for any, any salesperson, here's an interesting exercise you can go through. Okay. You can take, um, my cell phone's in the other other room. Actually, I'm going to grab it right here for one second. So yeah, no problem. Take, you can take your um, let let's just let's just uh, give give. I mean, if you're comfortable giving me your income or your example, I can do this for you for an exercise, or we can just take a generic example. But let's let's take um, yeah. If you if you want to share, just say, like, let's just say let's just say a a popular OTE for AEs or account managers is 150 grand per year. So let's just go there. Okay, so let's go 150 year a year. So let's take the 150 thousand a year. Okay, and if you make more than that, great. We can use more than that. Divide that by 48, and then that's that's the um, that's the the weekly um, dollar amount, right? 48 times times uh, 3125 is is the amount. So th- you're being paid $3,125 a week. I say 48 because you know people take a few weeks of vacation. There's some sick days, some holidays. So it's about it comes out to about 48 weeks a year that people are actually working. Mm-hmm. And then take that number and divide it by the number of hours you're actually working. I, I'm going to challenge most people. Most people don't work more than 20 hours a week on revenue generating activities, RGAs. Most people do busy work. They go down rabbit holes. They're not working efficiently. So if you actually work, look at the number of hours you work that is related to customer deals and prospecting, right? And that's Mm -hmm. it. It might be two to four hours a day if you're like most people. So let's just use four hours to be very, very generous, okay? So divide that 150 by 48 and then by another 20, which is the number of hours in a week. That's your hourly rate, $156 an hour, okay? So it could be less, it could be a little more, but you're getting paid $156 an hour. So let's just you know, take an example of a plumber. Okay. I have a faucet that's leaking and I am, you know, a smart guy and I could figure it out. I'll go on YouTube and I'm going to see how to take apart the, the, you know, the faucet from the bottom of the sink or whatever. I'm going to go to Home Depot. I'm going to get the parts. I'm going to do it myself. I just spent three hours. Okay. Between picking up the parts, watching the videos, taking apart the sink, recleaning it, draining it out, putting it back. Right. Realistically, I spent three hours. I just spent four or $625 in that example we gave. I could have done a service call for a hundred bucks or 150 bucks for a plumber and just been done with it. Okay. But instead I was cheap. I didn't value my time. And and now because I saved 150, I actually cost myself 625. So knowing your hourly rate and the value of your time when you're actually working is one of the most powerful exercises you can do. And second thing is I got three hours back on a Saturday so I can spend time with my wife and kids or go to the beach or go running or go take care of myself instead of fixing a sink. So like most people don't think this way. This is like how the 1% think or call it the top 20% since we're on this podcast. Like yes, most, I people love think, it. most people think I can, I can go save that money because I know how to do it. Why would I pay someone to do it? That's just stupid. You pay someone because your time is more valuable than, than that. You're not valuing your time. You're going to waste it. Coming in at number eight is episode 66 with Darren McKee talking about how to show up authentically. Yeah, Matt Kennedy posted something yesterday. Matt's an RVP here at Better Up. And he was like, gone are the days where you take off your home hat and put on your work hat, right? Like, no, we want, we want your, we want your hat. 
and we want you. We hired Tyler. We hired Darren. We hired people for who they are. Um, and I mean, like we've all worked for organizations that like you're just a line on a workday spreadsheet. And it's it's fine. It's great for some. It's not great for me um, because I'm. We're all unique, and I think that like companies that hire people for input over output is where you just have to focus. And so we're able to really just like dive into our whole people and our whole self to, to show up authentically. Number seven is episode one of the 20% podcast featuring my brother-in-law, Drew Cohen. In this conversation, he talked about finding the angle that motivates you. So you took a passion, something that you really love and use that as a vehicle to learn your skills. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's, it's, it's two things, right? It's taking something that you think you can do every day, right? Because working, not not many of us are going to be fortunate enough to work for five years and sell a business, right? Retire and travel the world. That's, that's just not, it's not what happens for the, for the large majority of us. We're likely going to work 40, 50 plus years of our life and spend more time at work than we do at home with friends and family. So you better like what you do. Um, and at the very least, you better not be miserable what, with what you do. Right. And you know, for me, it was, uh, it was taking something, like you said, that I really enjoyed, and you know, ultimately finding that angle that gets you motivated. So for me, the angle was, I really liked marketing because I fell into it naturally. I, I learned the concepts. I taught a lot of what I know to myself um, based on some of the great material that was out there. And then obviously you get the on the job experience over the years. Um, but it was combining that with, I get to work now with small, medium and enterprise size companies that, uh, that ultimately are trying to now build their business for their employees. So for me, I'm looking to help these businesses because these businesses employ tens, 20, hundreds, thousands of people, right? So I feel like that's my mission. My mission is to help these businesses grow so that the people who work for these companies, right, can continue to prosper. So again, it's, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not creating the next big um, life-saving cure of something. But my angle and what gets me motivated is that I can help businesses continue to grow so that they can continue to hire, right? That's my little angle in my head is my small, small way of giving back in the grand scheme of things. And finally, last but not least, this is number six from episode 100 with my wife, Dana Meckis. And this is all talking about a day in the life of being the Meckis chief residence officer. All right. So tell everybody a little bit more about what a day in the life is as the chief Meckis residence officer. And truly this woman keeps this ship afloat. Like nothing I've ever seen before. Tell everybody what a day in the life is like. Um, it's, it's a and lot. Th and there was a sigh there as well. <laughs> if you heard that, I hope, it, I hope the mic picked that up. Um, it's a lot, you know, you are up at whatever time your kids wake up and, um, breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're a breastfeeding mother on top of everything, um, so you're up with the kids and it's, it's especially with two is a game changer. It is crazy different because if Lacey needs to go down for a nap, but I have Grayson running around, I can't bring her up while he's downstairs. So I have to really manage my time to like, you know, play off of when Tyler will be up for a lunch break or um, just takes a 15 minute walk break and he could take one of the kids so I can do what I need to do for the other child. So 
Um, there's a lot of management around the day, um, you know, and then Tyler comes up after he's done working, we have dinner, getting dinner ready, and um, and the night is over. <laughs> it starts all over again. Yeah, and I, and I want to give a huge shout out to Dooley as well on this, because like the flexibility in any company out there, for any for work who has working parents, I think it's really important and it's really appreciated from the employee level to have that flexibility. And I don't, employee's wife. Yes, and, <laughs> yes. And, and in this nine, like the day of the just typical nine to five, I think is is incredibly tough for those situations. So I want to give a big shout out to Dooley for for being so flexible and for all those other companies that are so flexible. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you enjoyed the show, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or share it with a friend. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day.